Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S. E and use the code hoopheads to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A R Y S E dot com with promo code hoopheads to get 20% off. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Laker Podcast, part of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. I'm Yo Lagazo, and today I'm joined by my Filipino brother from my real mother, my kuya, John Lagazo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, um, you know, I want to get sort of uh, right into it because there's a lot to talk about, right? A lot has happened this past week, uh, but the big news is that the Lakers got better after day one of the of free agency. Uh, by signing Wes Matthews and Montrez Harrell. Um, that's our main topic for today. But I did first want to talk about briefly draft night this week and, and provide our reactions to it. And, you know, the Lakers grabbing Xavier or Xavier Simpson uh, as an undrafted free agent. So, so John, let me ask you this. Um, what did you think about draft night? What are your thoughts? It was uh, pretty uneventful for Lakers fans. I was hoping we were going to get a second-round pick, uh, but this might just work out for us just because uh, of our money situation. And we've talked a lot about this on Hashtag LakerPod, but the Lakers are really looking for experienced players. Xavier Simpson gives you this in bucketfuls. Coming out of Michigan, he's you know Rob's alma mater. You get someone who started 96 college games, averaging 4.6 assists per game. Yet in the senior season, he averaged just under eight assists per game. So this is going to be great for the Lakers. Yeah, I, you're right. It was pretty uneventful. Um, like you, I was hoping that they'll get a second round pick, but then then you you risk you know uh, having to to pay for that and, and use money to pay for that. And then also you're right about the salary cap, um, how that affects our, our full roster and, and going forward in terms of Xavier Simpson, he shot 31% from deep 
45% overall. Uh, in his senior year, you know, he improved really well and uh, um, shooting 36% from, from three-point range. Um, and he actually uh, ranked third in the nation with 236 total assists. Uh, and like you said, he had 7.9 assists per game. Um, so that's, you know, I think that will be a pretty, you know, if, if the Lakers do end up signing him and, and leaving him in the roster, I think it'll be a good, he'll be a good addition uh, to, to it. Um, <laughs> the, the, what intrigues me the most about him is um, uh, he's known as Captain Hook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and not because of you know that he dresses up up like a pirate or whatever, but because of his signature hook shot. Um, apparently, he developed that because you know he he's a he's a shorter dude, um, and he was uh, he wanted to take shots over tall de- defenders. Kind of reminded me of Kareem Abdul Jabbar's story uh, growing up. He was short and he was playing with kids uh, older than him and taller than him. So he developed his hook shot. Um, I think uh, Lynn had uh, uh, Lynn Markham, who was on the show, uh, the, the past show, uh, had mentioned that story. So it's pretty cool that uh, the Lakers were able to find him, and and it fits well with with the Lakers with the Lakers uh, identity here, right? <laughs> <laughs> And talking about the Lakers' identity, uh, Simpson brings hounding on-ball defense. Uh, he averaged uh, one steal per game, and he's a Big Ten all-defensive team selectee. But I do have concerns with them. You mentioned, right, he's undersized. But really, my biggest concern with them is his free-throw shooting. Mm. Uh, throughout his career, he averaged just, just 59%. And here is where I really look to Jason Kidd, Phil Handy, and Mike Penberthy to really evaluate that. But this is a solid experiment, a solid pickup for an Exhibit 10. Right, right. Um, uh, during draft night as well, after draft night, actually, uh, the Lakers announced um, the, the acquisition of Danny of, of Danny of Dennis Schroeder for Danny Green and and the 28th pick and so that solidified uh and made it official that Dennis Schroeder would be a Laker next season um I you know we talked all about Dennis Schroeder I think he's going to bring um uh, a, a wealth a plethora of offensive uh um, power to this team and also uh he you know his defense also, I think he's going to be, he's going to be a great addition to the team that we, like we've talked about on our, uh, on our latest pod. All right, let's take a break here. Uh, stay tuned. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the acquisition of Wesley Matthews and Montrez Harrell. So we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, 
and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm here with John Webb Legazzo. And on this segment of the show, let's talk about the new signings of Wesley Matthews and Montrez Arrow. So, John Webb, what do you think about these signings? I mean, right after we traded for Dennis Schroeder, it was quickly leaked that Wesley Matthews would be Danny Green's replacement. Right. I would have been super concerned if there was no plan in place. But Matthews is a solid 3 and D specialist. And we only used our biannual exception. Mm-hmm. Somehow we didn't lose out here. Right, right. And I think that, you know, uh, Rob Palinka had a press conference the other day and he was introducing Dennis Schroeder, right? Um, but he also talked a little bit. And in that presser, he talked about the balance of running it back with the Laker gang that we, we had this last, past year and that went into the bubble, but also not being complacent and continually trying to improve the roster and the team for this next season. Uh, Rob, Rob Palinka also said that, you know, when you win, there's a temptation to just run it back. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is the mindset that you don't want to have. Um, he also mentioned that, you know, for this period of time, a lot of preparation um, has already been done and it started months ago. There's a lot of planning around it and thought around it. And um, so I, I think that the acquisition of Wesley Matthews was just uh, part of that that plan. And I think he's going to bring, uh, first off, um, perimeter shooting. But also, uh, I think that uh, we solved the problem the uh, of uh, after Danny Green was traded out. The problem was that... Uh, we weren't going to have a, a wing defender anymore. Uh, and so that's, that solves the problem. And that's, that's Rob Palinka here solving one of the biggest problems uh, in, in after the acquisition of, of Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. And it was really, you know, kind of confusing to me because we thought we were getting Dwight Howard back and then we weren't getting Dwight Howard back. And then that whole sequence of events was confusing. Uh, you know, the first day of free agent signing, and but this really was the story to me, you know, Montrez Harrell, two-year, nineteen million dollar, mm. using the MLE. How do we lose Dwight Howard and get the other teams reigning six man of the year? I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even know how this went down because even the Clippers players were surprised. Yep. I mean, we we get a solid eighteen points per game 
and a very intense post player with with Trez. Right, right. And it's crazy because you mentioned that, you know, he's the reigning sixth man of the year, but Dennis Schroeder was the runner up. So we have, you know, the two six man of the year candidates on our team now. Yeah. And one of them, or maybe even both are going to start. Right. And that was probably the allure of coming to the Lakers. And going back to Trez, you know, he gets a lot of flack for his performance in the playoffs and especially from Laker fans, right? But what they don't realize is he lost his grandmother during that time. Mm-hmm. And he really has something to prove to not only the Lakers, but to Los Angeles. Right, right. And I think that he's going to um, gonna bring that sort of energy, like, like he did with the Clippers. He brought energy to that, that Clipper gang. Um, he's, he's a little bit of a dog, you know, a pit bull. He has that pit bull mentality. And, and I, I'm, I am, I can't wait to see what he does with AD and LeBron. Um, you know, Harold really last year, you know, he played in the second unit. He feasted in the pick and roll with Lou Williams and, and Kawhi. Now he's going to be able to do that with Schroeder and LeBron James. Um, and, you know, I can't wait to, to see uh, how that looks. And, and, and we're all going to be uh, cheering and, and uh, like shocked when that happens because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a regular thing that we're going to see next, next season. Yeah, and to envision a lineup, you know, with Trez and AD, and LeBron and, you know, uh, McGee. It's going to be interesting because they're all interchangeable pieces. Mm-hmm. And that flexibility that Trez brings is is going to come in handy come playoff time when we've seen, you know, uh, our coaching staff wanting to make those adjustments. Look, I, I, think, I think we had a great first day of free agency like one of the best that we've had so far um you know there's still a lot of work to do there's obviously um and we're going to talk about this in in the next segment but obviously bringing back players but i just wanted to make two more points here you know uh raj who's been on the show with us before was saying that look the lakers swapped 34 year olds dwight howard and rondo for 26 and 27 year old Trez Harrell and Schroeder. And I would have to, you know, agree with him. This is, I mean, we got better. And the thing is, look, Palinka was saying in his presser also this week that they wanted to make sure that the Lakers are content, a contending team for a long time in the long term, right? And that means surrounding AD uh, with players more in his age range. And, and Palinka got it done right here to in the first. First day of, of, of free agency. Uh, number two, um, there's a lot. There's been a lot of like free agency signings and deals. Um, but with that said, you know, around the league, I don't think any team has really made up for the gap um, between having in your team LeBron James and Anthony Davis and not having them on your team. There's a there's a, a gap there, and I don't know if any team has been, been able to 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 make up for that gap uh, after day one of, of free agency. And the thing is, the Lakers can still get better. 
In fact, I mean, they're, they're still keeping the door open for Bogdan Bogdanovich, according to Kevin O'Connor, uh, via a sign and trade of some sort. And, you know, that would be pretty insane to also land uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, and really, this is all part of Rob's plan. Right. You know, you, you've mentioned it. He was looking to get younger. Check. He wanted to become <laughs> more talented. Check. He was aggressive. And I think this is the most important part. He was aggressive. Check. Mm. Right. You know, the architect, Lord Palinka, so far this offseason has delivered. And Lord Palinka, we trust, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, let's 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 take a, our last break here. And when we come back, uh, we'll continue our discussion and, and talk about, you know, the players that we want to bring back from to our team. And then, you know, what options, what decisions do we need to make moving forward? So stay tuned and we'll talk to you in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Hey, Laker Nation, from the court to everything in between, sanitization to hydration, Bathletex has got you covered because personal care is a version of self-care. So hashtag clean up your game with NBA licensed body care products while repping your favorite team. Bathletex offers everything from shampoo to body wash, hand soap to even hand sanitizer. It's the perfect gift for everyone. So hop on to bathletex.com and use promo code TAKE20 to get 20% off your order. That's B-A-T-H-L-E-T-I-X.com and use promo code TAKE20 to get 20% off your order. Welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm here with John Webb. And on this last segment, let's talk about what's next. You know, what can or should the Lakers do next? Do we bring back some of the players, some of our guys, or go after top free agents still out there on the market? Uh, What's the plan going forward? Who should we pursue next? You know, what positions still need to be addressed? Uh, And so forth. Um, And just a reminder, here's here's where we stand uh, with bringing back some of our guys. Um, Anthony Davis, obviously, he's opted out, but he's going to be returning to the Lakers, as reported. Um, and it looks like he, you know, he's not going to make a formal commitment in the coming days uh, and might be around more like after after Thanksgiving to sign that his new max contract. 
Rajon Rondo, he's opted out, and it looks like he's not going to be part of the team because the uh, he he it's reports say that he remains focused on joining the Clippers, but he's also been offered um, a deal by the Atlanta Hawks. KCP, uh, he decided to opt out. And uh, the reports out there said that, you know, he wanted a deal just like Danny Green, 15 million or, or around there. Um, but uh, right now, you know, they're still in talks, the Lakers organization and his agent, KCP, as well. And uh, it's, it's really a number numbers games there um, at this point. Uh, it, with Avery, Avery Bradley. He wants to stay at Lakers, as reported by Ramona Shelburne, but wants a long-term deal. Um, but he did opt out of his contract, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there, right? Um, JaVale McGee, he opted in, so I think that was pretty expected. Um, but then again, there, there might be a possibility that could, he could be traded, which we can talk about in a minute here. Quinn Cook, he was weighed by the Lakers. And um, and it also it also was reported that the Lakers are stretching his his one million dead cap that uh, the guaranteed money that he's owed of one million dollars. Uh, so that'll be roughly three hundred and thirty three thousand uh, dollars a year for the next three years that the Lakers will have to have in their salary cap. Um, Kyle Kuzma, he wants to uh, have an extension uh, with his contract. And Rob Palinka said that, you know, when the time is right, that they'll talk. uh, But I'm I'm guessing the time isn't right at this point. Um, But he did say that at some, you know, because Danny Green is gone, Kuzma is going to take on some some role at the wing position. Dwight Howard, as we found out, and as you mentioned in the last segment, is leaving the Lakers and is going to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Markeith Morris, we have no idea. So uh, I know that was really long-winded, but that's that's the situation that we have at uh, that we currently have with our with our roster right now. So what do you think, John Webb? Where do you where do you stand on what we should do next? Yeah, we we're kind of convoluted. We got a lot of stuff going on uh, with our free agents. I do like that KCP remains committed to becoming a Laker because, you know, that gives us a lot to work with and it gives us uh, the ability to to flex whatever remaining cap space we have left. Um, the whole Dwight Howard saga kind of, I don't know what happened there, but I was really <laughs> looking forward to, to keeping Dwight and really having him be on this team. And right. From what from what I understand, it was a matter of playing time that ultimately led him to the Sixers. But I feel like there's something else there, uh, some sort of miscommunication, some sort of a promise that uh, probably fell apart as we were trying to sign Harold. I I don't know, but it's it's disappointing. Yeah, you're right. Um, same feeling here. I was disappointed to see Dwight go. Um, he was such an integral part, integral part of the Lakers last season for the bench unit and coming off the bench and bringing that energy and his, his physicality. Obviously, we know what he, uh, the, the type of player and the type of impact that he had against Denver and Jokic. Um, and so, you know, now that he's gone, we're going to need to have, we're going to need to bring in some, someone that's, that's big and, and, and Hulk like, right. To, because you never know, we might have to go face Denver in the next season or next 
uh, playoffs. And um, we're, I don't know if we're, we'll have enough uh, uh, physicality against Jokic to, 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 def, to def, defend him and, and fend him off. Uh, with KCP, um, you know, by crunching the numbers with the new signings and their reported contract salaries, I think KCP can still sign his projected $5 million that he wants. Uh, but that leaves little room to to fill out the rest of the roster because you'll only have like around $8 million left uh, until you are hard capped or hit the tax apron. And, and then you have like three more spots that you still have to fill. Um, it's possible, but that means that you can't re-sign Markeith and give him that 20% raise that he's looking for and that the CBA allows. Uh, you'd have to get three free agents right out of the market and and sign them up for vet veteran minimum, minimum deals. Uh, see, right now, I think the, you know, it really depends on, and it all hinges on what kind of deal KCP gets. Uh, and for example, if KCP signs a 12 million deal, then it gives us a lot of uh, flexibility and you can re-sign Keith and potentially sign three other uh, players in veteran minimum deals. Uh, and that fills out your roster up to 14. Uh, another option would be to trade uh, JaVale McGee's 4.2 million uh, without taking any salary back. Um, uh, you know, future draft pick, cash, con- cash considerations, draft rights to a player, etc. That would then allow KCP to sign his 15 million, sign Keefe and gives you 9.8 million roughly around there to, to be able to sign other free agents. Um, so, I mean, there's options there. It just really depends on, on what kind of deal KCP gets and what kind of deal he, you know, he wants. Yeah. And you're right. And it all hinges on KCP because if, if Rondo is committed to signing a deal with the Clippers, I don't know what we can do to really convince him. Right. Unless he really loved playing for the Lakers, mm-hmm. um, you know we we're gonna lose some pieces to our core, but right. it's crazy because we're still gonna be better on paper. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we need to bring back. You, you know, you know this, right? You you know I've harped on this, but we need to bring Keith back at all costs. Yes. Um, you know. He was so big for us. And and KCP. So those are my two top free agents that we need to target right, right. now. Right. No, and I, I, I think I would have to agree, of course. Obviously, uh, we need to sign AD. But I think that's pretty much a given. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rob Palinka and the presser also said, he also mentioned that, you know, they're going to try to keep this core together. And I'm hoping that core... What he meant by that is KCP and Keith, no matter what. And maybe Rondo, if it fits in there, if he wants a veteran deal, a veteran veteran minimum deal. Um, but uh, but you're right, KCP, Keith, we need to keep them because I don't know if there's anyone else out there in the market uh, that could uh, replace KCP. Unless you do like a, a sign-in trade for um, Bogdan uh, Bogdanovich. But I don't know if I want to give up KCP for Bogdan, right? Yeah, that's it's absolutely right. Um, yeah, we we definitely need to focus on bringing back some of the core, so there's that not that much loss to the chemistry. Because bringing in these these pieces, right? You got Schroeder, and you got Trez, and you got Wesley Matthews. There's obviously going to be some time where they have to learn how to play together. Mm-hmm. 
but also it's a you know it's a LeBron led team, right? So that that chemistry is gonna happen uh, eventually, maybe faster like last year, right? And and one of the pods earlier, you mentioned that you mentioned that uh, also, and you said that you know with LeBron James and your team, it's almost like you know chemistry is a foregone conclusion that you're gonna have that, right? Um, and I think you're right about that, and. I think now really, you know, let's say that KCP and Keith sign back on and somehow that fits and we can sign veteran, veteran minimum players. What type of player would you look for after, after that? Um, you know what? There's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but uh, I want to bring uh, Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol was, uh, was sort of rumored on Twitter there that, the Lakers were pursuing him. And I think that would fill the hole at physicality. Mm-hmm. And also it's, it's a Gasol, Gasol brother, you know, it's, it'll be, you know, part of heritage to bring him back. Right. I think you're right. That would be really cool. I think that's the one player that I had here listed that I want to bring back. I think we need one more center. Like we, like I had mentioned uh, about Dwight leaving, it leaves us vulnerable at the center spot against bigger dudes that could could post down low, like like Jokic, and and can do crazy shots and hook shots and whatever. And I think uh, um, we need someone uh, like Dwight's size, like Marcus All, to to fill that role. Um, I mean, we have Javale, but he, he he was very ineffective against those bigger guys. Um, but then, you know, we also have a Ibaka, but I don't know if we have enough money. I don't know if he'll take a veteran minimum. <laughs> Probably not. Um, another guy that we could look into is maybe Tristan Thompson. I know yep. that connection with LeBron is, is pretty big there. And, um, that familiarity will be good, especially in a shortened off season. Right. I think, uh, I, I like that idea of bringing Tristan Thompson if we can't bring Marcus all and, um, Tristan's a great rebounder. Uh, he's improved defensively uh, and has improved uh, on the offensive side as well after LeBron left. So I think bringing in Tristan Thompson is a good idea as well as, as, a, as, as a sort of option. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we have a lot of uh, options. We have a lot uh, to do work, a lot of work to do left. Um, I can't wait to see how the, the roster is filled out. I'm sure we'll hear some more news today. I'm hoping that nothing comes out as we're talking or while I'm editing this right after, after we record. Uh, that way we can be up to date. But, uh, but anyway, um, I think that's it for today. Uh, John, do you have any final thoughts before we, we end the show? Yeah, just, just one more. I mean, we, we have these young players in our team, in the THT and Kaycock. Right. that we can rely on. Um, and it just it just goes to show how much flexibility and how much trust Rob has in the process. Um, it's funny I say that word, the process, because, you know, that's a 76er coined word. <laughs> but it's, it's really been a process, right, to get the Lakers back on top and, you know, being excited about talking uh, about them. And this is it. We're, we're here to defend our championship. Mm-hmm. And I think Rob Palinka has made a case that uh, we're 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 still title contenders after these new signings, and we just got better, dude. We got insanely better. Absolutely. And um, I can't wait. I can't wait to, for the season to start. Um, but guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. 
follow, subscribe, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and, and wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the follow and the reviews. Uh, it'll help us continue to do what we're doing. And we're also on Instagram, you know, at, at uh, Lakers Daily Scoop, where we're providing daily content, breaking news, you name it, highlights, uh, video highlights. But uh, yeah, we're there as well. So with that said, guys, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.